Well, hey there, everybody. I'm Dan Davidson. And hey there, I'm Bill Smith, and it's time for the news from treknews.net. Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. For all the news on all the Star Trek show. It's treknews.net. Online at treknews.net. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I, I don't know where you come up with these, but you do, and that's all that matters. Welcome, everyone, to the news from treknews.net, the oldest brand new Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks, bringing you all the Trek news in 15 minutes or less for the week of March 25th, 2021. Up first this week, I mean, before we go any further, we have to recognize a milestone birthday for the captain, man. Yeah, this, wow, milestone, uh, that's for sure. That's right, this week, the original Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner, turned 90 years old, which is just amazing. The man has such boundless energy and is still constantly working. Bill, you and I both met him a couple of times in the last few years, and he's just amazing to watch. And I hope, I can only pray that we have a quarter of his energy when we're at that age, for sure, if I'm even around by then. Uh, So happy birthday, Mr. Shatner, and here's to many more wonderful years. Oh, happy birthday, indeed. That is, he he doesn't look 90. No, he sure doesn't. He doesn't act it either. He's got a... I actually just saw a new trailer for a movie he's in with Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. And, and it's just like, he, he's still just going hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he plays a, a former uh, NASA or air force test pilot who has his license taken away. Yes. Now that he's older. Yeah. Um, and Gene smart from designing women is in it. And of course, like you said, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Kirk and, and crude. Yes. Yeah. Re- reunited, which Absolutely. is kind of cool. Absolutely. It is. I hope they use the line. I, have had enough of you. <laughs> that would be good. Because that would just be perfect. That would be absolutely perfect. You go, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've come a long way for the power of Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Dan. Up here in the northeastern corner of the United States, the city of Boston, the hub of the universe, as you and I both know, is making March 26th a day that Star Trek fans will always remember. Oh, very well done. Uh, This is really a great move on the now former mayor, Marty Walsh's part. Uh, Friday, March 26th, 2021, will be known as Leonard Nimoy Day in the city of Boston, celebrating what would have been his 90th birthday, as well as his amazing career in helping shape television history and culture. Now, the mayor signed the proclamation a couple of weeks ago, stating, quote, Leonard Nimoy, through his fictional character, Mr. Spock, half human, half Vulcan, gave the immigrant the refugee, and the oppressed, a hero for the outsider, end quote, and also said this proclamation is made to serve as a reminder that although he has passed, he will always be remembered as a valued constituent dedicated to both the arts and his community, end quote. Fantastic thing for Mayor Wal- former Mayor Walsh to do. I think this is great. I'm so happy for, for Leonard and his family, Bill. I, I am too. This is probably one of the last things that Marty Walsh did before he left the mayor's office. Of course, now he's the secretary of labor in the Biden administration here in the United States. And, uh, and, and what a great thing to do for one of Boston's favorite sons. I, 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 I'm increasingly proud of the city of Boston for a variety of reasons, not the least of which is the fact that Leonard Nimoy now has his own day. Um, it's long overdue. 
It is. If the I I seriously mean this, if the pandemic wasn't happening and things weren't still closed down, I just go to Boston to see if anything was going on in regards to it because I think it's that cool. Um, We we talked. We've talked several times over the last few years of what we were doing the moment we found out about his passing, and that's something that will always uh, be with both of us. And now I think this is something that's really great that we'll be able to remember that on the twenty sixth of March, twenty twenty one, it was Leonard Nimoy Day. That can never. That'll never change. It's awesome. Never, never, ever change. And that's amazing. Uh, Moving on, Dan, we have huge congrats to a member of the Star Trek family uh, that we had the honor of speaking to at the Star Trek Picard premiere in Los Angeles, because this week she's picked up a well-deserved award. Very well-deserved. The NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Directing in a Dramatic Series goes to Hanalee Culpepper for her work on episode one of Star Trek Picard, Remembrance. Now, Hanalee has uh, directed some amazing episodes of Star Trek, and it's truly awesome that she's getting the recognition she deserves. Of course, you'll remember that she directed the first three episodes of Picard, and we really can't wait to see her in the director's chair again for future episodes. So from everybody at the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, Hanalee, congratulations. We could not be happier for you. Uh, 100%. She was such a joy to talk to in L.A. Um, And to see her work not only in Star Trek, but on other shows that I've seen, she she really is a fantastic director. She she does an amazing job, and I think that this recognition is just the start of great things for her and and for the, for Star Trek. Whenever she participates, I mean, it's a it's a great great thing for the franchise. It really is. Everything she's done has been you know top episodes of the entire season of whichever series she's done, and I'm sure she's got a lot more great direction uh, coming our way in the seasons to come. Absolutely. Well, Dan, you and I have had the honor of having the legendary. Jonathan Frakes joined us for a fundraiser last year, which was, to be honest, one hell of a time. Awesome. (laughs) But now he's joining another Star Trek legend to tackle yet another worthy cause. Yeah, that's right, Bill. Uh, Frakes is joining fellow Trek alums Armin Shimmerman and Kitty Swink, who just happens to be Armin's wife, in the Trek Against Pancreatic Cancer for the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network or PANCAN, as it's called, Purple Stride Los Angeles event, which is taking place May 1st, 2021. This is such a worthy cause, and until this event was announced, I actually wasn't aware that Jonathan lost his brother to the disease, and Kitty, who had two roles in Deep Space Nine, Bajoran Minister Rosan and Vorta Luaren, she's a survivor of the disease, having been diagnosed 17 years ago with stage 2B pancreatic cancer. Now, of course, with the pandemic, the event is going to be held virtually this year. Uh, They're hoping to raise $50,000 with this fundraiser. And you can get more information at secure.pancan.org. What a great, great cause. Pancreatic cancer has touched so many families Mm -hmm. over time. And it's, it's so great to hear that Kitty is doing so well. Um, She is just an absolute joy as, as for anyone who may not have met her, uh, she and Armin are, are perfect. <laughs> we love them both. And of course, the fact that they've added Frakes to this is just uh, even more amazing. So I, I hope everyone will go out and, and check out their fundraiser. I certainly have, have checked it out. I'm happy to donate. And I hope mm-hmm. others will be too. Absolutely. And finally, young Daniel, this brings us to what we'll be calling from now on the biggest thing of the week. The story that kind of piques our interest the most. And this week, that honor goes to the latest update for the Voyager documentary, including new heights, new perks, and, well, I guess a new name. 
Yeah, I, I got to say, I'm still in awe at how much this crowdfunder is making and how much love Voyager is finally getting, man. Uh, the Indiegogo campaign for the Voyager documentary continues to make history as it has now raised, as we record for this episode on March 25th, $937,000 plus, surpassing its ninth stretch goal on its way to a special quote, surprise, as they call it on the website. The $900,000 stretch goal means that all Voyager series footage will be remastered for high def, which is amazing. And now that there's just under a week left to get into the $1 million mark, hopefully we'll be able to make that goal. Now, in addition to the stretch goal, some new perks have been added, such as attending either a Los Angeles or New York City premiere of the film. Uh, and, buddy, that was hard one not to pick up. I'm really not going to lie. Either L.A. or New York would have been really cool, but I uh, just had to pass up on it. But the biggest news of the documentary this week, at least for me, is that we finally have a title for the film, and it fits just perfectly. So from this time forward, the Voyager documentary shall be called To the Journey. Looking back at Star Trek Voyager, and in a word, Bill, perfect. It, it absolutely is. Now, some people go, but wait, there's a podcast called To The Journey on another network. And there is, and they did some amazing things, but really it's the perfect name for this documentary. Um, I, I'm excited by it. I, like you, I, I wish that they had rolled out some of these premiere perks earlier on because I'm already committed to my budget for this particular crowdfunder. And uh, there's no... I, I would love to add like the LA premiere, but now it's not happening. Yeah, uh, the LA premiere is something I would have liked to do. And I'll tell you, if I had had the money to do the LA premiere, I would have had to have done the wine tasting with Casey Biggs from Deep Space Nine because he's a big <laughs> wine guy now. He has his own vineyard. And if I was going to be out in California, I would have had to do that. Unfortunately, like you, I've already uh, put in a couple of per uh, donated to a couple of perks. So, um, but you know what? They're going to make the million. I'm going to call it right now. They're going to make it and it's going to be awesome. So there's six days left. Um, I think that they're at least in the last few days, they've been averaging at least 15,000 a day. As long as donations continue at that same level, I think they can make it. I, I think it's going to be close. Um, but since these are all stretch goals and this is fully funded anyway, I mean, they could theoretically extend the campaign. Um, True. Yeah. Uh, the but, other thing that the other thing that I would think is also if it's getting close and somebody's watching it and ready to pull the trigger on a big number just to make it reach that goal, I bet you somebody out there would do it. Yeah, you figure there's been eighty eight hundred backers so wow. far. Awesome. Can you imagine the perk fulfillment for eighty eight hundred <laughs> backers? That's a lot of patches. <laughs> that, is, that is a lot. It's a hot mess of patches. Let me tell you, um, six days. I, if they don't make it, they're going to come really, really close. And it makes me wonder if they'll pop the surprise on us anyway, because mm. right now, Dan, it's 625% of goal. That's amazing. I, that's just absolutely amazing. Now, I think at one time we talked about how it was the number one fundraiser. I guess there is a, another one. I don't know if it's Indiegogo. I don't think it is, but um, there's one that at one point made 1.2 million. Um, they, they, it doesn't matter. This is the biggest Star Trek one. It, it has eclipsed uh, the Deep Space Nine documentary. And like we said at the beginning of the story, it's so well-deserved. The love that Voyager has gotten over the last year to me is something I have never experienced with a series, including Deep Space Nine. The love has always been there for me for Deep Space Nine. So I've always seen it, but seeing the love for this documentary, especially for this fundraising is really something and it makes me smile. You know, it's amazing for so long, people have been clamoring for Deep Space Nine in high def. Nobody's really said a word or two about Voyager with any frequency. Right. 
CBS has to look at the, how this crowdfunder is done a million bucks in 30 days and know that there's an audience there and man, do they ever love Voyager? We'll pay for it. Uh, th- they clearly will yep. pay for it. Now they're still negotiating. I think the, the licensing fees for, for remastering the, the footage from Voyager and HD, it's not a done deal yet, but I, Considering how well they did with Deep Space Nine, I have to think yeah. it's going to happen. Oh, I think so too. I, I think it would be foolish for them not to uh, uh, not to okay that. And to tell you the truth, there'd be a lot of disenfranchised people if they said no. And I don't—it's tongue in cheek, but but it would not be a good thing for them. I don't think we'd be among them, quite frankly. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would. I can't. I would love to see these the scenes they're going to pull for this documentary in high def. I think it's. I think it's going to look amazing, just like you. Just like your face. I <laughs> <laughs> just like your face. And of course, <laughs> that does it for the news from TrekNews.net for the week of March 25th, 2021. Remember, and I mean I mean this seriously, remember, for all the news on all the Star Trek CEO, please visit our great friends at TrekNews.net. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Coconut. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Was it a little hiccup or <laughs> did you goose yourself? What's going on? <laughs> it, ooh. Look at that.